Hey, Meatball, of all the internet shows in all the world, you decided to listen to this one, and all I can say to you is, what is wrong with you? Well, you're here anyway, you might as well know that there are many other shows like this one on the 4th Hand Network. Go punish yourself further by visiting fourthhand.com. That's F O R T H. Anyway, here's the rest of the crappy ear filth you subjected yourself to. The following is a very important message. Oops. And here's my shrunken head collection. Oh my goodness, are they real? Damn right, they're real. And over here is my pod collection. Oh my goodness, that's, it sounds, it sounds like quite a party. Tell me more about this. Sh- that, that's my collection of voodoo dolls I made from the skin of past guests. Oh my goodness. I guess you don't need to worry, you have no skin. Oh, here's a cool one. This is my portal to hell. What are you doing? I'm just showing the dead skeleton my room. Well, bring the guests back into the studio. We gotta start the show. Damn it. Sorry, buddy. It's okay, Cerberus. Three more souls and I get a free coffee. Better luck next time. Boris. Eries, bitches. I have seen shit that'll turn you white. You'll be scared stiff too, 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 too. I bid you well, I bid you Fresh breeze carries familiar scents from the garden and the flowering jasmine vines snaking their way through the crumbling stonework. There's always too much going on in my house during the evenings to notice then either. With mom bustling around the kitchen and my two brothers jostling over their games in the living room. Somewhere upstairs, the echoes of my uncle's warbling chuckles along with the canned laughter of his shows. And underlying it all comes the scratching, popping jazz playing from the ancient recorder in my father's den. Muffled and distant around the many twists and turns of the narrow hallways, the house is comforting and warm and safe, until everyone has gone to bed, and then the house begins to breathe. When the shadows never stay put where they're supposed to, and the stagnant air, 
drags heavy with unfamiliar taste. The lights are never enough to fill the room, no matter how many switches are turned on, and the silence is never fully silent. A conspicuous sensation of emptiness, even softer than the creaking floorboards or the rustle of wooden shutters against the wind. There's something else, something deeper. Almost like someone figured out how to play the sound of silence. Hello darkness, my old friend. To cover up something we weren't supposed to hear. There's an unspoken rule in our house that keeps us quiet at night. Sometimes we'll catch one another in the hallways on our way to the bathroom, or when we're poking around the fridge looking for snacks. We'll greet each other with a nod or gesture, or sometimes a whisper if we have to, but we'll never speak out loud. Even as children, my brothers and I never broke the silence at night. It always felt disrespectful, like shouting in a church, as though we were interrupting something sacred that was there before we were born and would linger in those walls long after we were gone. Ah! Old electrical wiring can have that effect. I sort of like it, though, you know? Makes me feel all snug, like the house is tucking me in at night. It has to do with the ventilation system. I felt it too when we first moved in, but honestly, I hardly even notice it anymore. Just leave a window open if it's bothering you. I just don't know how to explain it to her that the house doesn't want the windows open at night. No one builds a house to feel like this. If you're asking me why, then that's your answer. No one ever built this house. It just grew this way. Uncle Leo. <laughs> don't give me that face. People act like I'm broken just because I don't get around anymore. But being inside all the time has given me and the house a chance to get to know one another. It told me about how people come along sometimes and cut down trees and build up houses and how the land is hurt by it. How do I know? Because as soon as those people get up and leave, the land is going to try and heal itself. The gardens will start taking over the house and the weeds will grow up high and the animals will start jumping fences. And given enough time, you'll never know that people were there at all. Well, it's the same way with this house, only the other way around. The land here was hurt by something a long time ago. Hurt by something that was here even before the settlers came. And so the land did what it always does. It grows and it heals. Only some hurts run deep. They never really heal right. And so the land has to grow up a house to trap the hurt and not ever let go. You're only saying that because you're thinking about your legs. Now how is a house supposed to grow out of the ground? With all the wires and pipes and things? <laughs> the house didn't grow from scratch. Carpets and wallpaper and all. The shape of it grew, swelling like a blister on the land. And then the people came along. And they must have thought it was an abandoned house that someone before them built. So they fixed it up and made it comfortable for people to live in, as comfortable as they could, considering where it came from. And now it's our turn to watch over the place.
What about the hurt that caused it to grow? Where did that go? You wouldn't be up here asking that if you didn't already know. You might not hear this in many songs, but there are some hurts that don't ever go. What about Nine Inch Nails? You might as well make them your friend, because they're going to be there until the end of you. If the house ever decided that it doesn't want us to be here, then you won't need me to tell you that. Is, is that why you won't let my parents bring you to the hospital? I can't leave. There would be anger if they made me leave. Later that night... <gasps> Uncle Leo, stop making so much noise. You know the house wants us to be quiet. Oh no! Mom! Dad! Something's wrong with Uncle Leo! Stay here with your brothers! We're going with him on the ambulance! Oh, the neighbors standing on their porch! Why are they so nosy? Well, I didn't notice with all the beeping machines that the medical responders carried. Why is it so loud? He hates loud noises. Not like he noticed. He's not even conscious. He's gonna die. Don't say that. What? It's true. Take it back. Make me. Well, I'll make you. <laughs> the open door. You're offering me an escape. I won't take it. I can't leave. I can't abandon my friend. I did go I did through go one of those open doors, doors that was offered, offered to me, to but not but to go not outside. To go outside. Instead, Instead, I went I to my uncle's room, room climbing, climbing into his bed and pulling up his blanket and crying until the last haunting echo of anger had settled into quiet and then into something deeper. That sound of soft chuckling. There's spirit in the house that no one built, and with it carries a hurt so old that I don't think it will ever heal. I called the house my uncle. I told him I told that's him okay that's if he never leaves, because I'm because never I'm going to leave him either. either. At night, At I keep night, the I windows closed, closed, and I stay and very, I stay quiet, very quiet. quiet, and together, together we have found, we have found peace. peace. And someday, someday another, another will name their hurt, their hurt, and they will and know, they know that it is me, me, and I will never be alone. Welcome to the show, The Dead Skeleton Dead! <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> how you doing? Oh, I'm doing very good. How are you doing? Ah, swell. Hey, Dead, how dead are you? I, I, I'm as dead as dead can be. I'll tell you what, it's not very easy being dead, but I think I've mastered the technique of being dead. You don't say. Hey, we've got our own dead master on the show. Garth Garfunkel's been dead many times. Hey, Garfunkel, how many times have you died now? Ooh, thousands. Well, how old are you? Hmm. It's hard to say, Doctor. Are you only counting the living years? Or just my existence as a whole? I know, I know what you can do. If you, if you take a saw, if you cut his leg open, and you kind of, you count the rings, on the inside of his bone, like, like much like you would do a tree. If you were going to cut down a tree, 
and you would you would you would count the rings, and each ring represents a year that the, that the tree was alive. And I guess you could probably do that with your with your butler. Did you say? <laughs> I like your spirit, but please don't give Iris any ideas. She's already standing by with a bone saw. Iris, put it up. Bone saw is ready. Iris, jerk, you never let me have fun. He's a robot or a butler? I can't, I'm not sure. I well, to be quite honest, we're not real sure either. <laughs> He's not a robot. Are you? I have my off days. What does what does that even mean? Yeah, if, if he was a robot, you could call him a robo butler, or you could call him I don't know what you would call him. I'd call him Garth Garfunkel, cause we're just not in labels here, dead. <laughs> what does he smell like, I wonder? Ah, uh, why don't you give him a sniff and find out? <sighs> Decay? I usually find smells like fermented cheese. Do you like fermented cheese? I do too. I love I love Gouda cheese. I love mozzarella cheese. I love um, Parmesan cheese. Oh, that reminds me. I brought a snack tray. It's the Happy Old Coffee Snack Break. Aries, what the hell was that? Funky keeps busting into interviews with snacks each episode, so I made a sounder for every time he does it. I didn't come prepared with cheese, but I can run to the fridge and get some Kraft Singles for you. Kraft Singles? I, I do like that. I do like Kraft Macaroni and Cheese, too. That's pretty good. Kraft Macaroni and Cheese. You know, I hear that's the meal of choice in bingo halls around the world. Uh, where, where, where did you hear that? I might have just made it up. Are you talking about Don't Let the Dead Bugs Bite? No, but we should. It's an excellent book. <laughs> you should all go check it out. Tell me again, who is the author of that book? Are you not able to see with those eyes you are given? Or do you not even have any eyes? I'm not quite sure if you have eyes or not, but... I can, I can see fine. I just... What is preventing you from being able to read? No, Dead. I just thought it would be nice to allow you to introduce friend of the Dead Skeleton Show, Steve Smina. But I guess I'll do it for you. You've got a glassed out over eye and the other one's lazy. Lazy? Have you ever have you ever thought of taking that other eye to the gym? Maybe doing some some workouts, you know, you could Stairmaster or the treadmill or something like that. You can look at them and maybe your eye will get stronger because you'll be looking back and forth and up and down and you'll you know, you can see you can watch them and you can actually train your eye that way. Aries goes to the gym, but it's mostly just to try to hook up with dudes. You're really reaching now. Oh, don't try to play it off. Dead saw you there last week. What were you saying about it? So she ends up having to date like a Dracula character, a vampire. Right, and I don't know if you've ever noticed this before, but Dracula's and witches—they they have trouble getting along. True that. You know, being part of the Orlock family, I come from a long line of Draculas. Oh my goodness, that that is a very—the Count Orlock is—is is that what you're saying? That is a very um prick. <laughs> yes, he is a total prick. Once he found out I didn't carry any vampiric blood and decided to go into the medical industry, he totally cut me out of his will. Oh my goodness. <laughs> hey, you know what? Okay, yeah. F that guy, right? Who, who cares about Kant or Lockie? You're not getting any residuals from his movie, are you? I, 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 I take it. <laughs> what did he, did he want to be buried with all of his, uh, his loot? What, what are you, oh, he dust has rights? Well, I'm not quite sure of that. Why don't you just get like a, a feather duster and like brush him away, right? 
brush them away or an end, some endus, some Windex or some Febreze or something like that. You can you can sweep them up. You can throw them out the window. You know, maybe maybe bring him out to sea. Maybe you can bring him out in a boat and you can dump him like a can of ashes or something. You can dump him into the water. Kind of like the Big Lebowski. Have you ever seen the Big Lebowski? They take the dust and they put them in the coffee can, right? And then they, they let him out into the ocean in a forger's can or something like that. And they kind of dump it in the ocean and it gets all over. The wind catches it and it gets all over the beard of the Big Lebowski. The dude, the dude, and water. And, you know, it's, it's a pretty good movie. I'd highly recommend it. Ha <laughs> ha! I like your spunk, but I, uh... I'm not quite sure why you had to physically flesh out getting onto an actual boat and going out to sea to illustrate your story, and I'm doubly not sure why I just went along with it. My favorite movie of all time would have to be Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Huh. Where exactly are we all? Look out for those rocks, you're gonna crash! We're on the beach, we're on the beach. Oh, look at that, a coconut just washed off the shore. Look at that, that's amazing. Do you, do you like coconuts? It's a head? Oh my goodness, I wonder if it at least tastes like a coconut. I'm very thirsty and I'm, I'm, I'm kind of running out of options here, so I might have to drink whatever's in the head of the, the coconut head that just washed up on the side of the beach here. Oh, low tide, oh yeah. Well, you know what, it, it, it did come at low tide. If only we had a straw, we could probably share it. You know, I don't want to share share germs, right? So, can you, are you able to make like a straw out of bamboo? Do you think maybe, is there any bamboo on this island we can use? Wait a second, you know what, we've got enough bamboo, we can actually make a surfboard out of this. What do you think of that? Or a rat? Wait a second, I'm gonna We are on the beach. Have you ever been surfing before? You drowned. It's a horrible story. Tell me more about your drowning. Wait, you slipped in the bathroom and you, you drowned in the toilet? Is that the way you died? Oh, <laughs> so you drowned, but you came back to life. Who resuscitated you? She probably held your head down. That's right, she can't really breathe, so it'd be hard to blow life back into you, right? Are you sure you don't have a Terminator in your house? That's... <laughs> Tell me the reason. <laughs> oh, so she couldn't kill you. Okay, well, you know what? You know what? You gotta make sure there's no fungus on those toes, right? You might, you might have to bring some athlete's foot spray or whatever. Okay, anyway, more about your robot. This robot's trying to kill you and it doesn't, she doesn't have any arms, right? Dead, 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 I don't mean to interrupt, but are you on the phone with Garth, Garfunkel? Yes. Well, not to be rude or anything, but could you carry on the conversation later and tell him to send help? Oh my goodness, thank you so much for the great interview. And I'd like to promote my show. It's called The Dead Skeleton Show. It's on YouTube. Make sure you, when you get there, you want to subscribe, right? You want to become a ding-dong. You'll get notified of all the future episodes of The Dead Skeleton Show. You don't want to ever miss an episode, right? And make sure you leave likes and comments. Dad, we need the Coast Guard. Come on. We'll see you next time on The Dead Skeleton Show. Tell Garth goodbye, and you'll talk to him later. Okay, take it easy. Bye-bye. Of your sister and your mom. Our mission is to listen to you, to get the vision of what you want to do. You're 
your special memories will capture in case there is a rapture. Take your wedding pictures up to heaven with you. ToPlanetProductions.com Buy the pictures that I took of your mom at ToPlanetProductions.com Hello, this is Michael from Pennyhaven. What is Pennyhaven, you ask? Well, Pennyhaven is my YouTube channel. On this channel, I share with the viewer some awesome coins from my collection and the new ones I pick up every week. I also have a bunch of informative videos that show you what to look for in your own pocket so you can realize the worth above face value in circulated money. I'll teach you how you can get silver coins for free or at face value. I'll even tell you how you can get a free piece of gold in the mail. Absolutely free and beautiful. So, come on over, subscribe, watch my playlist of informational videos or anything that catches your eye. Send me an email to find out how to get some free gold and start getting the most out of your money. So please, go to youtube.com and search for Penny Haven. That's P-E-N-N-Y-H-A-V-E-N on YouTube. Son, your mother and I were talking. She's finally agreed to let me take you to see your grandpa, Jack. Load up the car. We're going to drive an hour into the desert. He might be an ex-murderer by now, for all I know. Ha-ha! <laughs> He's a professor of art history. Well, maybe he'll say nasty things about me. Whatever he tells you, I don't want you to listen to him. <laughs> oh, you've already had a lot of practice not listening to your parents. <laughs> you know, in fact, it would be better if you didn't talk to him at all. Just let him see that you're a happy, healthy, well-adjusted boy, and then go play by yourself until Dad takes you home, okay? You're going to have a great time. He's got a whole art studio set up with everything you can imagine. Clay pots and sculptures, water and oil paints, brushes and tools of every size and shape. We can hang out all day if you want. Does Grandfather hate me? Ha ha ha! Of course not. He wouldn't have kept sending letters all those years if he hated you. All he cares about is seeing his grandson. Does he hate Mom? Your mom is a saint. No one could hate her. Did he, did he hate Grandma? Ha <laughs> ha, you'll have to ask him for yourself. Grandpa, Grandpa Jack, Grandpa Jack, Grandpa, I, did you hate Grandma? I never loved any woman half as much as I did Kathy, except your mother, of course. Just because two people love each other doesn't mean that they make each other happy. Though I guess I just wasn't strong enough to spend any more of my life being happy and not brave enough to hurt you. Grandmothers, uh, by telling the truth. You smell like Old Spice. Let's go paint a big landscape together. So I can come back and visit you again if you want, but uh, as long as Mom allows it. She always says you're really mean. Your mother got no right to tell you anything. She can throw fits and slam doors all she wants, but you're my family, and the only thing left in this world I give a damn about, you tell her that, okay? A good portrait only depicts the subject. It'll get the scruff off of his chin and the wrinkles under his eyes and uh, everything else that makes him who he is, but a great portrait.
while you're taking a break from talking to drink your tea, this might be a good time for me to tell you about Brisk's new flavor of iced tea. Punch in the face. It tastes like getting punched in the face. Anyway, back to whatever Grandpa was saying. A great portrait is always a portrait of the artist. Doesn't matter who decided to paint, he put so much of himself into it. That is going to tell you more about him than the persons he's painted. Months go by. Grandpa, every time I see you, you, it seems like you're getting a little sadder every time. I don't like seeing you like that. Don't you worry, I still know how to paint a happy picture. I'm just saving it for the year when your mother finally forgets me. Mom, 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 mom. Grandpa said he's saving, he's saving, he's trying, he, he uh, wants to draw a happy picture, but you, you're just waiting for the year when you, uh, f- you, 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 you finally forgive him? Well, he'd be better off figuring out how to decorate hell. Okay, mom. Grandpa, grandpa, that last painting, uh, where are your eyes? Right behind my glasses, idiot. Mm, why didn't you paint them? Well, would you look at that? Doesn't matter. You can tell it's still me, can't you? I guess. When is your mom going to come see? I've been calling her for weeks. Grandpa, you forgot that Mama hates you. Then Grandpa had a stroke. All these old paintings that he did before he died, they're terrible. Oh, this is his final painting. Oh, this one looks like it could have been a photograph. Shows him peacefully in a casket with his hands over his chest and his eyes closed. Strange that he'd been able to paint it so precisely, considering that the rest of his recent work was just trash. So heartbreaking that he could predict his own death like that. Well, guess I'll go to sleep. Oh, portrait. Looks like he's staring at me. I thought his eyes were closed, but now they're open and he's looking at me and his, his mouth is wide open. It's like he's yawning or something. He just... Well, that was weird. So call my mom. Mom, are you okay? Where are you? I'm okay. Dad's okay. I visited him in the cemetery this morning. It's stupid of me, right? Do you think he knows? <laughs> yeah, I think he knows. He's probably pretty pleased about it. Uh, goodbye. Please, welcome to the show. Horror punk aficionado. <laughs> Evelyn's Casket. Evelyn! Yeah, I go by David. David? You moron. Evelyn's Casket is the band's name. Oh, I get it like Engelbert Humperdinck. Idiot. So, David, <laughs> how you doing? I'm doing good, man. I'm, uh, you know, I'm just doing the thing, setting stuff in motion for our new stuff and trying to raise some money right now. Sounds great. You know, David, here at Heavy Horror Coffee Break Old Time Horror Radio Show, we make exactly zero money. Oh, okay. We do it for the love of creepypasta stories. Okay. Have you uh have you ever read um we can do this one. I just I also fuck with creepypasta, so I figured I'd recommend one if you haven't heard it. But uh the one about the uh Ooh, the one about the guy. The guy that does the spooky thing. Oh man. It's really good. It's the one that turned me on to creepypastas. But you should check it out sometime. 
I will. Very good recommendation, you two. <laughs> you are a tremendous help to the show. Oh, thanks, man. Appreciate that. Do you need us to scrap the last story and do one you know, David? No, it's fine with me. Uh, I think it'll be fun if it's one I don't know, because then I can, I, you know, just goof off while you're doing the story. Cool. Oh, look, you got him all flustered. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, scary. <laughs> Speaking of scary, <laughs> have you ever seen our previous guest's show on YouTube? He's the dead skeleton. Oh, I fucking love that show. He was the previous guest. He sat right there where you are. We asked him some stuff. You kind of just like caught him off guard with just weird questions and whatnot. What do you know about weird? How about you just let me do the show the way I want to? Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Cool. Cool. Sounds good to me. So. Yeah. Uh, hey, hey, David. <laughs> you into the paranormal? I don't really like to talk about, like, the ghost stuff. Just because it's... I feel weird talking about it. What about aliens and stuff? Uh, oh, like extraterrestrial life? That too. Uh, I really like the idea of time travel being a thing. Time flows differently in certain parts of space, right? I wouldn't know. What is, what is Garth Garfunkel doing? Um... Is he bothering you? He just keeps piling up all these squeaky toys in my lap and knocking the microphone around. <laughs> Just bop him on the nose and tell him no. Oh. <laughs> no, don't scratch him behind the ears. He won't leave you alone. God. Come on, bud. You're being too fun. God, go lay down. <laughs> okay, sorry. Okay. He might be an expert. But... Yeah, Mom said. Oh, good. A routine mid-interview phone interruption. I was wondering when it was gonna happen. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I know, that, I know how that can be. Okay. Yeah, they don't really tell you. Yeah, I, I saw that you did that. I appreciate that, man. Thank you. I don't know. I don't know how, if it's gonna stick or not, but, you know. Oh, radical. Oh, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, that's fine, too. I don't mind. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tons of people do it. I just feel like the moment you're like, I'm putting my music on Spotify, you've just made peace that it's become free. So, yeah. Welcome back, David. Have a pleasant conversation. Yeah. Want to introduce us to your friend from the phone? Yeah, he wants to stay anonymous. So I'm respecting that. So, uh, yeah. And then the... Let's see here what I got to... Uh, I got a new acoustic EP set to come out on Halloween that'll uh, have Jackie C from St. Kilder. He'll be playing upright bass on it. And then uh, I've got Joey from Raw Dogs playing some banjo on it, too. And it's going to be a super limited physical run. And it'll be out on Halloween. Neil, Hey, want to come play at our Halloween party? Uh, yeah, I could get to you by Halloween. Uh, I'll try to get the guys to, because I don't think I can have Jackie. Well, I definitely can't get Jackie in it, because Jackie lives in Australia. So I have no way to line that up for an actual, like, live. But, uh, uh, I might be able to get Joe to come over here with the banjo, and maybe we can have one of our friends play bass or something. How many bands do you know? Oh, man. So I'm, 
I'm from this other band as well as Evelyn's Casket called Raw Dogs that I'm known for, and we keep, we don't take anything seriously. It's all just fart jokes and beer. <laughs> Thoughts hilarious. This guy thinks he can make a whole show out of fart jokes. It's sad, really. Hey! Oh, yeah, some people don't even consider to acknowledge it as a real genre. It's called lowbrow comedy. Look it up! Don't worry. He's just mad because his comedy isn't like yours. It isn't. What's the word? Refined. Like, we're not really just, like, screaming words or, you know, like, you can hear what we're saying. I'm not screaming! Hey, David, how much do you think he weighs? Yeah, no. about six, 640. Stop it! I think it's so cute when he cries. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah. He gets his lardy tears all over his Chernobyl huge gut. I'm serious! No, oh, come on. It's not as big as Chernobyl. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Careful. We're in the splash zone. A Shamu joke? Really? What decade is it? I'm not even near the ocean. Come on. It's not a big deal. That's it. You guys are jerks. Enjoy running the show by yourselves. Haha, uh -huh. he actually left. Oh. Way to go, David. It's horse You really pissed him off this time. Like I pissed off his whole career, so. No shit serves him right. He's always so high and mighty. I ain't gonna act high and mighty. I'm I'm in three punk bands.
And that's it for another groovy episode of Happy Horror Coffee Break Old Time Horror Radio Show. The house that no one built. Written by Tobias Wade. Read by The Dead Skeleton. Check out his show on YouTube. And check out the book his buddy Steve Smina wrote. Don't let the dead bugs bite. Endorsed by everyone. Self-portrait of the dead. Written by Tobias Wade again. (laughs) Read by David Phantom of Evelyn's Casket. And for you, by musical guest, Evelyn's Casket. Hey, did you hear the commercials? Do the thing. (laughs) Hey, (laughs) you want a shirt? You want a sock? Just one. You want a hoodie? You can get all this and more at tpublic.com. Look up Happy Horror Coffee Break and find all the cool stuff with my face on it and others. Buy a Happy Horror Coffee Break Old Time Horror Radio Show official mug and put some coffee in it. What? You don't have any coffee. That's okay. You can go to deathwishcoffee.com, make a death wish, and place your order. They'll deliver it right to you. Then put it in your hand. Oh, but before you do that, make sure you type in the code Happy Horror at checkout. You get 10% off that order. Hey, the lines have been quiet for a little while. Why don't you call me? Keep me company. Call 918-928-5230. That is 918-WATT-LADO. Oh, not the talkative type, but you still want to keep in touch. Why don't you find me on Facebook or on Instagram or on Twitter at Happy Horror Coffee Break or Real Happy Horror, respectfully. Too old school for the social meds, but still don't want to talk to me directly? Send me an email, you ancient fart. (laughs) HappyHorrorCoffeeBreak at gmail.com. I will read every single word that you send me on the air. <laughs> oh, and if nobody has any further questions, we'll call it a show. <laughs> so until next time, you poopy panty paratroopers, enjoy your Cheetos Flaming Hot brand coffee bread. Oh, so I just uh, read, read this card here. Huh? Oh, huh. These are the required points to express in your ad. Feel free to paraphrase and speak from your own experience. If you, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast. How about that? (laughs) With no minimum listenership. (laughs) It's uh, everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And a mandatory call to action. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. There, read your stupid card. Can I...
Can I pull my pants up now? <laughs> You've been listening to a fourth hand joint.